You are now listening to For All Nerds Show, a podcast about geek and pop culture from the perspective of people of color. For All Nerds is hosted by DJ Ben Amin and Tatiana Keen Jones. For All Nerds Show is a member of the Loudspeakers Network, where we always say rest in peace to our founder, Combat Jack. For All Nerds Show is powered by our listeners. Everything we do from our podcasts, live events, our website are all independently funded. Please continue to support us through our Patreon page at patreon.com slash for all nerds. Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. Hey y'all, what's up everybody and welcome to another episode of the For All Nerds Show. Yes, the voice of the Urban Geek, the podcast where we discuss geek culture from the perspective of people of color. And as always, it's your boy, DJ Ben Amin, a.k.a. Meat Millhouse Method Mansplaining, Timothy Charlatan, Dr. <laughs> Stephen Slain, the Sorcerer Supreme, clientele, Black Black Goliath. Oh, Yolo wow. Baggins here in the spaceship. <laughs> Did you have to add the shades? I had to add the shades as I added that last one right there. Do we want to become... Wow, the chat is popping. We are live, like I said before. The chat actually distracted me right there. Let me minimize that because we are live here on the spaceship on twitch.tv slash for all nerds. But it's not just me because as always, I am joined by... Tatiana King-Jones, the Grand Duchess of Tech, also known as Baptin Ameriba, the Mm -hmm. Ting of the North. Father Stretch, my bands, Jay Prince of All Saints, and Sean Jean Luc Picard. Nice. What's good? You know, it has been like uh, a couple of weeks, I think, uh, since we were last on the ship. It's been a couple so. of weeks, but that has not stopped the bond tent. No, uh, not at all. If you guys have been paying attention, you have seen we we did massive bond tent the last couple of weeks. Um, yes. we had Damon Lindelof on. We had Thug Yoda himself. Tristan. Let's slow J. down, right there. Slow down. Slow down. I'll say that. Say it again. All right. You're you right. Know? You're right. Let me. Let you know, me, that, let me that, give it I'll, enough I'll space. I feel like you gave enough import to facts, that. Facts. Yeah. Damon Lindelof, the there co-creator and showrunner of Lost. Yes. The showrunner of Watchmen HBO. Mm-hmm. And many other esteemed pieces of art was I mean, on turns. our Twitch live, and actually on a lot of different places. We, we're simul, what's it called? Simulcasting. We're simulcasting across many different things. So shout outs to all the people who are on Facebook, all the people who is on Twitter right now. We're on Periscope. Everybody that's on YouTube, we see you, and of course, everybody here on Twitch.tv/slash/4AllNerds. Like I said, we've been giving you the bond tent, and thank you for joining us again today. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that Bonten is being distributed across all those platforms by Restream. You know, shout outs to them. This is not a paid commercial. <laughs> it sounded like a commercial. As of yet, it's not, you know. <laughs> but we're just saying, shout outs to Restream. Though they do a great job over there. They, you know, send it to all these different platforms. I mean, they do a great job because we send them a check. Thanks to our Patreon. <laughs> you know, that's the real thanks. Patreon.com slash for all nerds. Because they allowed us to send that shit to Restream. Yes. So that we can send this bomb content across all these different platforms out there. So thank y'all. Patreon.com slash for all nerds. Thank you to everyone who's been supporting us. This is I've Lost Trap. But let's throw, I think, 10th week. 10 solid weeks on the Escape Pod. We've been bringing you content despite 
Despite the bonditions every- out yo, there, you know? Yo, when I say yo. Twitter has been spicy as fuck for <laughs> the last three weeks, especially today, especially mm. today, mm. because of one person, and I mm. enjoy him so much, and I even declare today his appreciation day. Mm-hmm. John motherfucking Boyega. Mm. We appreciate you. I really do, yo. Like, I I cannot say enough how much I appreciate John Boyega, really, because it's been something that's been really bugging me lately in general. Like, even, like, we had Damon Lindelof on, and we've had uh, Thug Yoda, who's another mm-hmm. actor out there, Tristan Winger, and it's, like, me being a working professional in Hollywood and dealing with the Hollywood system, it's so refreshing for me to see somebody out there just being like, yo, fuck racist. And then when people were coming at him, you know, yo, what do you mean? I mean, white racists who ruined the world. For those on, that don't know what happened, how could yeah. you not? But for those that don't know what happened earlier today, or maybe it's the morning for some people, earlier today, John Boyega posted a very direct Simple, very easy to understand tweet. It said, and I quote, I really fucking hate racists. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. It was it was a beautiful succinct, I mean just utter, utterly beautiful. Like, uh, and of utter. course, being Twitter, gorgeous. Everyone took it. Not well, damn near everyone, because his 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 timeline, his comments were in shambles, but damn near everyone missed the point. Point over your head, and just started saying all sorts of stuff. Well, what about this? Black on black crime. And what do you mean? Do you hate white people? All of this irrelevant shit. And when I say John started responding to each of these people and just going off, that's not what I mean. I'm talking about white on black racism, the kind that has ruined the world. I mean, he has been going off all day and not and, and, and doing day. it. And what I appreciate is he's doing it unapologetically. And similar to what you said, Ben, it is incredibly vastly important that again he, he he's not obligated to but especially people like him who are on his level who have that much influence to say fuck y'all this is what i believe in this is the issue i have with you and if you don't like it in john boyega's words not mine he said eat a dick <laughs> so i'm i'm with it um that wasn't the end of it though because he he he, he went off <laughs> he like, went like off on twitter and you know, and 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 the racist thought it was sweet when he was quiet. All he did was jump on IG and do a live, okay. Mm. And this man just reiterated, double down, triple down to say, "I said what I said." Mm-hmm. And he also, the point I li- I liked the most, he was like, "Don't get it twisted. I'm not Hollywood. I'm mm. from London Town." Mm-hmm. Like, I, that's what the fuck I'm talking about. Like. <laughs> And it makes me say so happy because chest. that say it with your chest, say it with bass in your voice. That's the same sentiment we have here on Four Owners. You see, mm. I will, I will, t- we will talk to anybody, tell them about themselves if need be. I told Damon Lindelof about himself, so mm. as I'm just saying, like it, it. And I understand that the fear that goes into it, you don't want to hurt people's feelings, or you, you know, you scared of of block, you, you thinking someone is holds the gates open and, and if you're rude to them they're gonna close the gates. I get all that. Sometimes you gotta say fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck, mm. it. fuck it. Because this this needs to be held. You see what's going on in the world right now. Rest in power. Rest in power to Ahmad Arbery. 
Rest in power to Breonna Taylor. Rest in power to George Floyd. Because I'm angry. Lots of people are angry. There's so many different emotions right now. And the biggest one for me right now is fuck all that bullshit. Y'all gonna get it today. Like I and and from here on out going forward, like I, I'm tired. No more empathy. No more nice, nice. We're not doing that no more. And I really just enjoy how John just personified that for me today. Yeah, especially that follow-up tweet about racism that ruined the world. Because I talk about this a lot, about, you know, one, men are trash. Two, the fact that, you know, white men in particular have done just as a group immeasurable damage to the planet. And when you, you know, if we want to talk about the geek side of it or whatnot, a film I always love to quote is Mad Max Fury Road. Because in Mad Max Fury Road, and this is why a lot of white men in particular were so upset about that movie. One, because Furiosa was the lead. And they're like, I came to see a Mad Max movie. And it's all about women. Well, shut the fuck up. You know? Like, it wasn't a fire-ass movie, yes. But because it's a powerful woman, they get mad. But two, because there's this... It's not even a subtext in the movie. You know, it's every text. It's sub, pre, post, whatever text you want. But women directly asked men in the film who who killed the world. And that's something that I it took me a couple viewings even. Because, you know, the first time I saw it, I'm just blown away by this movie. But then the second or third time, I'm like, yo, it's always women asking men this question. And like I say, they already know the answer. You know, we already know what the answer is. And me personally, sometimes I get scared of saying it. Like, I don't want to go on Twitter and be like, yo, white men, y'all need to fucking get it together. You know, because I know, oh, God, I've got all these white men who follow me who are like bitch shots in Hollywood and et cetera, et cetera. And I'm like, oh, man, hope they don't get offended. But like the other day, I um, read this article about the Amy Cooper broad. And I retweeted it and was like, yo, every white, I, I deleted the word white out of the tweet. But, you know, the, the point was made. I said, every person who reads this, who follows me, who thinks that they're not racist, who thinks they're liberal, who thinks they're progressive, they need to read this bitch. Because that's the problem. Like, racism and white supremacy is so insidious. It is like, it is so well-crafted that it hits on so many different levels, right? Um, and so this article is pointing out how all these people who think that they're not racist, you know, everyone, every, pretty much every white person in the world who's like all shocked and dismayed at what's happening right now. And they're like, oh my God, that can never be me, et cetera. But it's like, what are you doing behind closed doors? What is your attitude then? And I grew up with white people, folks. Like, my best friend from growing up, and he listens to the show. He's going to hear the show and hear me about it. We've talked about this many a time. Is my boy Zev, you know, um, and that's my dude, you know, to this day. Jewish kid. And being around him and my other friends, I would hear his parents. I would hear friends. Um, this story, I don't even know if I've told um, on the show or told him recently. But one time we were all walking. It was me and, like, five, six other white cats. This is Houston. And we're walking from um, my boy Marcus's house to my boy Zev's house. So we're over in Westheimer area for anyone who knows Houston. And we're just walking at night. You know, it's basically not suburbs, but it is suburbs. If you know Houston, everything is kind of suburbish. And so we're walking, and a cop pulls up on us, shines his spotlight all on us, hops out the car, and is like, yo, is this guy giving y'all a problem? You know what I mean? I'm the only black dude there. Wow. 
<laughs> like, I'm like, nigga, is he giving me a problem? Like, am I giving them a problem? They could bust my ass. It's like, you know, it was enough of us. It was like eight or nine of us probably, you know, like maybe six, seven at the least. You know what I mean? Hmm. And that's like, it's like that type of stuff I've grown up with. You know, I grew up with like even worse. Like Houston, it was out of control back then. You know, it was like people would just say things directly to your face with no problem. I mean, that was that was pretty much directly to my face with no problem. But so I like, you know, even now I'm still hesitant to sit there and, you know, call people out and be like, yo, you know, it's like, but that's why I love that article so much because it's not just the people who are outright racist who are the problem. It's the people who don't realize how much their racism just affects them on a day-to-day, how much white supremacy affects them on a day-to-day, how much that affects their decisions, how much it affects the way they view people, the way they'll say things. Like I say, these are my best friends, parents, friends, Mm -hmm. et cetera, and they would say things where I'm like, yo, what the fuck? You know, or I'd be hanging out with them and things would happen where I'm like, yo, what the fuck? You know, and you just, like, after a while, you just... I have to accept it and you just take it in and you deal with that anger every day of your life. And yeah. I don't, I don't, yeah, it's, I don't know where I'm going or what to say, kind of, because I'm just so like right well, now just distrusted, man. Like, yeah, it's been, I, mean, yeah. I mean, it sounds like you're, you're just sharing your stream of consciousness right now about about how everything's affecting you. And I get it. Like, I even told a friend of mine today, uh, um, um, I consider her a friend. She's white. Um, we we worked together years ago. We've, we've remained friends since. I You know, I told her straight up uh, and like she's been also sending me dms every so often when when all of these every every week it's been something and obviously it's been going on longer than every week but the point is every time something come off she would she would reach out to me she was like tatiana i'm so sorry like and and you know and and she she's one of the ones she's like as a white woman it's just like i can't believe that this is like this is what you got to deal with she she says to me she don't understand why we don't go out and start shooting the club but every fucking day the way this shit goes like and, and, and and I just told her, I was like, look, the best thing you could do for me is is on a you know from on a personal level. When I say personal level, I mean in her community, in her family, you know, in that way. The best thing you could do for me is to speak up, speak out, educate your peoples, because I can't do it, and I'm not mm-hmm. going to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm not taking the word white out of my tweets. I'm not taking the word racism or white supremacist, all that stuff, out of my tweets. Mm. If this affects my job as an as a as a journalist if this affects my job as a host or entertainer because you don't want to hear the truth and so fucking be it because Mm. i'm i i just don't have it no more i don't have the empathy i don't Mm. and 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 it's just too much bullshit it's we're way past the phase of awareness when it comes to all the things black people go through in america um yeah, other people be going through shit, but right now I'm talking about black people. Yeah. No, I, I corrected somebody the other day about that when they were coming to my tweet and they were like, the only reason Amy Cooper acted that way is because it was a POC. And I was like, no, the only reason Amy Cooper acted that way was is because man. it was a black man. Because let's keep it real, the only other people who are that threatening to white people in America are the Native Americans who they murdered off. So they don't see any of them. So they ain't have to worry about them no more. You know what I mean? So they're like, it's us and like the amy cooper shit i have no empathy for that woman 
you know, and I have no empathy for anyone who supports her. And I have no feelings and no regret for what happens to her because watching that video, I can't. I, I mean, I mean, quite literally, it was the textbook definition of of white feminism of white supremacy in action of white yeah. women weaponizing their status in white yes. like it was the entire video was the complete and utter definition of it they would they could show this video in schools as a as an actual lesson for generations to come that's how on point it was and again i'm i'm saying all this cuz this is all tied into everything that John Boyega had had went off about today um, it's obviously tied to what we, the work we do on the show in general. Um, and I'm going to like wrap it up, but I just, I'm done y'all. I'm done, done. Yeah. Done. No, done, done, done is the word, man. Cause I've been, you know, and like we were talking about it with Damon, like, um, about writing in Hollywood and having to deal with the pressures of being a black person and knowing that you have to write. So that not only can white people understand your pain and your struggle, so they can commodify it, but so they can do it in a way that doesn't disturb them so much. And I've gotten to the point where, just like you say, where I say, all right, well, fuck it. I just don't care. You know, I'm going to write what I feel and what I give a shit about. And I really don't care if it gets made or not or whatever happens from that point, because I'm good either way. I'm going to be good either way. And. I'm not mincing words for any motherfuckers anymore, man, because I feel like they don't mince words for us at all. It's just a constant stream of, you know, white supremacy being told to us in various different ways. And I'm just sick and tired of being sick and tired. Honestly. Right. <laughs> uh, shout out. Shout out to Maze in the chat who said he came in and all he heard was eat a dick. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the middle that's like, yeah, I was DJing on Instagram a couple weeks ago, and my man's just sitting there with his daughter, right? And he's like, oh, Ben, I mean's live. Let me go listen to what he's playing. He said he clipped on it, and the first thing he hears is, who want to have a motherfucking orgy? (laughs) (laughs) Shout outs to Redman. It's this classic remix where he starts the song like that, you know, like. (laughs) Oh, snap. I mean, you know, oh, it's a great man. question. Always. Oh, um, <laughs> and oh, with man. that, folks, we're going to take a quick break. <sighs> and we will be right back with more of the For All Nerd Show. Shout out to everybody out there watching us live right now on Twitch and all that. Don't worry. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Professor Brandon Obunu a scientist who studies genetics and epidemics. And when I'm not doing long division, I'm listening to For All Nerds. Hey, yo, this is Danny Lore. And this is Vida Ayala. And we are Twin Speaks. And when we are not writing Ironheart or James Bond, we are listening to For For All All Nerds. Hi, my name is Genevieve King, and I play Jackie Veda on Netflix's Lock and Key. When I'm not cooking up new recipes in my kitchen, then I'm listening to For All Nerds. Hey, everybody. This is Peter Ramsey. I am the director of Rise of the Guardians and one of the directors of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And I like to listen to For All Nerds with Tatiana and the great Benjamin. Hey, this is Hiro Karangawa, actor and playwright. And you are listening to For All Nerds All The Way. 
Hi, this is Lexi Alexander and I'm a filmmaker and a writer and when I'm not playing with my vintage toys and feeding myself and my dog, then I'm listening to For All Nerds. Hey, what's up? This is Otto Asado and when I'm not on television and movie sets, I am listening to For All Nerds. saying what's up to everybody out there watching on twitch.tv slash for all nerds you can see our amazing faces all of our smiles all of our laughter our tears our joy and pain all of that and in fact you know real quick let's uh shout out to some of these people out there watching us live right now yes shout out to kenneth Kinnisan, Kinnisan 3. Shout out to Volkmer. Uh, shout out to Shun523. Shout out to Caitlin Rochelle Ott. Shout out to everybody. Mm. Shout out to all the fan fam. Even if I can't see you right now, my bad. Big but, Daddy Kane, I see him popping in. Oh, there he is. Yeah, what up? Um, shout out to you guys. Thank you guys for joining us live. I appreciate it. What up, Word Quiet up. Stormborn? I see you. Always in the place. Uh, Maze was asking earlier, you know, this thing, Guac will answer, are we sponsored? Because no, on Twitch, man, everybody gets commercials. That's how it works. We get uh, pennies on the dollar, as they say, for those joints. But thank you for joining us. And you know where we're sponsored at. We're sponsored at patreon.com slash for all nerds, because that's where we're sponsored. But, you know, we're working on some things. We're working on some things, talking to some people out there, you know. We see you restream. (laughs) (laughs) We're trying so hard to get to get sponsorship deal. Oh Lord! Moving on. Moving on. Another bags. Moving on. We got some big, big news to talk about. We got to talk about HBO HBO Max. Mm -hmm. HBO Max, um, particularly because of one major piece of art that's gonna well art that's gonna be on there. But let's just talk about the basis right now. It launched. Um, it's going to basically include all of the HBO library. It's also going to include uh, WB stuff, which inc- which th- is stuff like the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. It's going to include DC movies. Hold up, does that include UPN? You know, does that I include Homeboys from Outer I'm Space? Gonna, well, well, well Homeboys from shit. Outer Space I know finally find justice in the world. I don't know if that's what it means, but I mean, but. You can look. You could dig into the details. Um, it's going to include the you know, Criterion, the Criterion Collection, which is ooh. Citizen Kane and things oh, like that. Oh wait, the whole Criterion? It says Criterion Collection. I, I don't know. I mean, how much shit is in Criterion Collection? A lot. That's like a, a lot, whole lot. lot. Yeah, a lot, lot. That's like uh, it, it says. I mean, it says the Criterion Collection. It doesn't say wow. a, a part of it or a half. It says. I the. mean, if they have like the extras, I used to buy those DVDs. You know, the Criterion DVDs, like. Because, you know, it have, like, all the all kind of extras, all the making of, all kind of director cuts, talking, you know, all that. And, and it's, like, any serious movie, you know, like, hopes to be in that collection. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's, and I mentioned DC movies are going to be in there. Studio Ghibli archives. So, mm, all you. Heavy. So, I mean, that's a heavy, heavy archive. So heavy. That's, I got to catch up right there. That's insanity. Um, as far as how it, how it's going to 
work and, and how much you pay. It's very complicated for some reason. It all yeah. depends on your provider. It depends on what kind of service you already have. My suggestion, finesse that login that from someone you know that already has one mm-hmm. and go from there. Um, also, as I mentioned, because this is huge news for the obvious reasons what I just shared, but also because it was announced, what, like last week, that the Snyder Cut of Justice League is going to stream Snyder on this cut. service. Snyder Cut. It's going to stream on HBO Max at some point in 2021, and apparently Dark Side is coming. Okay, so Ben and me had a very lukewarm response. <laughs> I mean, let's keep, all right, let's keep it a buck, folks. You already know how we feel. We've been down this road before. Like, we've been doing this show since, you know, before Man of Steel came out. And you can go back in the archives and hear my reaction to the Man of Steel trailer. It was nothing but hype. Oh my God! Mm-hmm. I'll never forget when um, what I can't, what, what does uh Kevin Costner say to? Oh, I actually forgot. See, what you are Kevin my Cost- son or some shit like that. Yeah, and I say and I say this every time it comes up, and I will continue to say it. I don't care what y'all feel. I loved Man of Steel. It's I did. okay. I, I don't. I don't hate Man of Steel. Yeah. And I, when it, I say, it, but wait, when I say I love, I didn't say it was a triumph of cinema. I'm not talking. That man about walks that. into a tornado, like you right, know, right, like, right. Just to be clear, like I love plenty of things. I love plenty of things that are not necessarily, as I mentioned, the triumph of cinema. But I fucking loved Man of Steel. Still do. That man's like, peace out, <laughs> <laughs> deuces. He, but, but that that shit pissed me off because he didn't have to die. Not at all. He did not have to do that. Like For that no was reason. that was unbelievable and, <laughs> yeah. un, and unnecessary as fuck. But here we fuck are. Fuck them kids. I mean, that's the other one. Like he straight up tells them to let them kids drown in the river, you know, in the bus. So Man of Steel in general, um, Batman versus Superman, you know, is a hot hot ass mess. There's no no getting around that. I don't want to hear about the director's cut. Like I've seen people recently bringing up the director's cut. I'm actually planning, I can't lie, though, to check the director's cut just to see. You know, just to see. I'll put it on the background. It's like four hours long. I know. That's what I'm saying. Well, all right. I'll put it on the background, you know. You're not, you're not just, excited to see Dark Side? I love Dark Side in the comics yeah, and Dark shit. Side. You know, in the cartoon. Oh, man. Dark Side that, is my, one of my favorites. Yo, the I think that Superman the animated series. I think that's the final episode of that when he fights Dark Side and he's like, "Finally, I can let loose." Like Superman says that, and then goes to town on Dark Side. One of the best ever. But do I trust Snyder to you know bring Dark Side to life? They don't even have an actor. Like you know what I mean? Ah. Do I trust any of this to be any good? No. Will I be there watching it day one? Yes. I've already resigned to it not necessarily being good. Like when we when it was posted on our IG page, I just said meh. Um, you know, because I didn't I never liked Justice League movie to begin with like that. So but I did hear that it's supposed to focus also more on cyborg, which does intrigue me. Wow. Yeah, that intrigues me. It's interesting. Justice League is like this Justin Timberlake album, right? Well, I can't remember what album it was, but there was one night Justin Timberlake's album came out, you know, it was one of them late night drops. And I stood up, you know, listened to it, jamming it, tweeting all about it. And I never listened to that joint again in my life. 
Like ever have I ever heard that album again? And Ben, I mean the 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 chat is saying that there is already an actor, um, but they they confirmed that they did they did kind of rec- not record, but um, they did film dark side scenes. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they did. You see my reaction on Twitch? Oh, yeah, they filmed dark like this <laughs> this whole I, oh this whole time my man Snyder has been running around talking about how the movie's finished, the cut exists, and now he needs thirty million dollars to make the cut. Exist. For the record, the actor playing Dark Side is Ray Porter. They are known for being in the movies The Kids Are All Right, he or the TV show rather. Um, he played Ernie in one episode. Um <laughs> he apparently he was in a lot of TV. Okay. And he was okay. a voice in video games. He was he Is was he black? Voice, no. He was a voice mm-hmm. in Bioshock 2. He was on Southland. He he was on a bunch of stuff. He was in a New Testament animated series. Lord, he was in some biblical series back in the day, apparently. Did he play Jesus? He plays Satan. <laughs> I mean, that is quite appropriate. My man must have a voice then. He must have like that bring the doom voice if he's playing Satan and playing Dark Side. That's, you know, my man is typecast as hell. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I'm going to watch it. Are they going to make a five-part miniseries out of it? That's, I mean, it's like, this is so ridiculous at this point. Four like, hours? Yeah, four hours of Justice League. Yeah, I'm just curious. It's those who are excited for it. Just, I, I'm just want to know why. Like, like white what, boys. What about? Oh, not. not <laughs> I'm asking as a real question because I want to know from the listeners. Like, what about this Snyder cut excites you? What about this four hour long? You know, trace into the the mind of Zack Snyder. You know, interests you. Fam, I mean, like three hundred is okay. You know, three uh, hundred is one of my favorite movies though. Have it you is. seen it recently? Uh, no, not in the last couple of years. Like but 10, even, five. But even when I do, like it'd be on TBS randomly and shit like that. Even when I do catch it, like just in passing, I'm I'm still drawn to it. I mean, yeah, well, Frank Miller wrote a great comic book. That's what, that's what people have been pointing out. Like he's done, you know, Watchmen, no. No. And now Lindelof and team have proved that Watchmen can be done right. You know? Mm-hmm. I know they wanted to make a straight adaption versus, you know, Lindelof continuing his story, but no, he misses the entire point of Watchmen. And that was my problem. I felt like that influence came carried over into Man of Steel. He's admitted it in interviews that then Watchmen influence carried over into Man of Steel. And Superman and Watchmen could not be two more different properties. And that's what I mean. Not only did he get Watchmen wrong, what he got wrong about it, he brought over into Man of Steel and applied that dark, brooding, you know, when this is Superman, you know, let this nigga smile. They gonna cut the smile out now. He ain't even gonna smile in Justice League. It's your man. When that nigga rock Zod, I was all in there. Like, I just, I'm yeah, sorry. No, no. I was but after 15 was, minutes of him rocking Zod, I was, I was tired of it. it. I was for it. I was for it. I was done after like, whatever, man. I first was, five minutes is cool, but 20 minutes of that fight scene? No, nah, I, I was, was with it. I was with Feyora. Kicking that, like, whatever, bro. I love it. Yeah, I was it. with Feyor. I was with all that. That shit was lit. I can't lie. Feyor was lit. That whole, um, that fight scene is my joint. The fight scene when they have blatant product with Sears oh, and, like, Kmart. Yeah, yeah. But that joint is fight. I mean, <laughs> that joint is lit. Scene. Yeah. But that joint's you. a lit fight scene. But, yeah, the second, well, yeah, and then the breakneck and the, ah! Yeah, no. Yeah, nah. Nah, and I love Cavill. That dude in oh man, in Mission Impossible. Oh my God! And um, Russell Crowe wasn't bad as 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 Jor-El, So like, I don't know what the problem was really. No, no, that's what I mean. 
the problem in Man Besi- of Steel is um is the, the uh, darkness. Yeah, I mean straight up and down. My man walks into a tornado. Like <laughs> you keep saying that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, like I this- said, like I said, HBO HBO Max has launched already. Good luck to you if you have it. I would suggest getting someone else's login. And the Snyder cut of Justice League is coming some point in twenty twenty one. Yeah, some point. Thirty million dollars. Jeez, come on, man. <laughs> a lot could go. A lot could go to that. Yo, I'm just saying. A lot. Give it to us. <laughs> yeah, a lot. All right. But now it is time for one of my favorite segments. And thank you all so much for sending these joints in because we need it. You know, it's always great to hear from our listeners on the geekly asked questions. The guac is extra. The guac is extra. Where we answer any and all listener questions. So please. Send them in, hit us up, contact at forallnerds.com or on the Twitter, on the Instagram at forallnerds. You can also hit us up on patreon.com slash forallnerds. And if you're of a certain tier, ask us anything is possible. So the first question comes from Nesley Snipes, a.k.a. <laughs> Cabrini Green Lantern. I like that. Oh, one. that's solid. A.k.a. Yeah. Inyanla Fix My Life. Oh, excuse me. Yanla fix my anti life equation. Okay, it's, it was a mouthful, but but yeah, but I respect yeah, it. Yeah, I respect, I respect it. it, but yeah, it took a lot to yeah. get there. Yeah. All right, Nestle Slice question goes: Do you think state monitored Robocops would be a safer option than the corrupt human police forces we <laughs> have now? <laughs> what? No, no, I'm sorry. no, no. I'm not no. laughing. Listen, I'm not laughing at you, Nestle. Let me be movie? very clear. I'm laughing at the question because the answer was in the question. You said state monitored. Hell to the no. Ah. Hell no. Nah. To the no, no, no. Hell to the no. No, it wouldn't be a safer option. It wouldn't be like. a safer Okay, number one, it wouldn't be a safer option because you already said it in your question. State monitored. You already see what the state is about. What did Michael Jackson say? All I want to say is that they don't really care about us. So no. Two, the people who create AI technologies and all that stuff tend to lean a certain way and they have lots of racial biases. Now, a lot of white boys. (laughs) What a lot of people, for example, a lot of people, or you may or may not have seen years worth of studies and, and news reports about different odd things happening with AI. Like for example, years ago, Logitech, I don't know if it was Logitech, but but a, but a webcam company Probably. released a, a camera that uh, was supposed to automatically follow its user. So like if I was going like this and moving all around the room, it would just follow me. The problem was, however, is that it would work for lighter skin, i.e. white people, but not for darker skin people. You know why? Because when it was engineered and tested, it was never done with people of color in mind. This is repeated over and over when it comes to these uh, 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 when it comes to AI, when it comes to coding, when it comes to algorithms, and that inherent bias gets baked into the code. Mm. So, like when you you've seen, um, I know you've got to see this. Where you've seen things like um, AI that can look at a person and pull up all their history and see if they're, or, or what they say to see if they're if they are a threat. Kind of like a, like a minority report based thing. If they are a threat for violence or if they are a threat for crime, how do you think that's going to work out for Black people? 
Well, I mean, think about it though. You did have the answer right there. If the robot didn't see darker skinned people and it was, you know, the cop, you know, we'd be <laughs> don't straight. You, don't you we'd make that joke that I mean, don't you? I get make all that. my dark skinned homies be just running nothing but crime. All you know, all you see is crime in the city, home. I can't see but, y'all. I can't see y'all. But, but you already know, yeah. <laughs> you, you already know the robot. You already know the Robocop tried to reverse of that one. They're going to train him to look at nothing but black people. And, you know, straight up, no, no, no. Like, no. Robocop, I mean, Robocop, the first one is like one of the most brilliant pieces because it criticizes everything that it's showing. You know, I mm-hmm. mean, it's overly violent for a reason. Like, the board game the family is playing is about nuclear war. You know, <laughs> it's so completely over the top. No. I buy that for a dollar. Yes, my man walks in like they're robbing the little corner store, and he not only does he, you know, brutalize the robbers, he destroys the corner store to the point where when he walks out of the bodega, you know, Poppy's standing there like, yo, what the fuck, man, you know? <laughs> and Robocop just keeps him moving. He ought to shoot somebody else in the nuts. <laughs> so, Leslie like, Slipes, no. the answer to your question is no. And that's like the best version. Like, Ed 209 was just blasting people, you know? Like, no. No. No, absolutely not. Um, yeah. <laughs> absolutely not. And Absolutely no. not. Yeah. Uh, okay, the next question <laughs> comes from... Um, and stop reading ahead, Ben. I mean, could you be laughing? I'm not. I'm All having right. a Robocop. <laughs> <laughs> the next question comes from That Dude Diggs. They write, what is one of your favorite villain speeches? Thanos is off the table because it's too easy and obviously Hall of Fame bound. I got to go with M. Bison Tuesday speech. That was the light work missed with a hint of pity is brilliant. Rest in peace to Raul Julia. Absolutely. It's such a terrible ass movie that Raul Julia had to go out on that. That had to be his last performance. It's like heartbreaking. Mm. But, you know, that speech is incredible. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say, isn't Bane your favorite? Oh, God. I mean... I mean, he has so many one-liners, but speech-wise, too. I think Bane's your favorite. Does he really have a speech, though? I mean, the whole... Uh, the dark, His the speech, speech about Born in the Darkness was a speech. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's not really my... I don't even, I don't even like that part. My part is like, <laughs> you're a big man to you. <laughs> I like I like Ozymandias' speech in Watchmen HBO. Ooh, which one? Uh, well, I guess maybe the one where he's explaining why he did what he did. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> when he tells my man, you were never a, um, you were never a threat to me or whatever. Like, right. was I a good antagonist? No. Right. No. I don't, I don't know That's if you can. That's just legendary. I mean, this is, this is depending on your, your point of view. If you consider Papa Pope to be a villain, um, his, he oh had, he God. had a thousand speeches, but, but all of his speeches Boy. was, was hot fucking fire like yeah you know the the, the obvious the you are a boy speech yeah you are um, boys legend the the one you know you got the, the speech that all, a lot of black kids get about you know being twice as good um he did that speech i mean but the you are a boy stands out in my head a lot because he he, he flamed the shit out of that man he the president of the united states he flamed that man to his face just over and over and over again, words alone. It's like I couldn't even I couldn't stand there and take that. So um yeah. Um I think definitely anti-hero, maybe not villain, but anti-hero is uh Mr. Nancy in his speech in the first season of American Gods. Ooh, Mr. Nancy, yes. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yes. You're fucked. Years <laughs> from now. And so on point. Um I'm going to go with, I'm, I'm 
I don't think it's really a speech as much. Does he ever really give a speech? But uh, Hans Gruber in Die Hard is just one of my mm-hmm. favorite villains. I can't really think of when he gives a speech. It's more one-liners. One of my but, favorites. Yeah. One of my favorites is Loki's speech that he tries to give, but he can't get it off because uh, Hulk backhands him. But <laughs> that's that's one of my favorite ones because he, he was really dead ass and like, like this is very passionate. In. And, yeah, about to go in. Yeah. Yeah. And then he gets hammered. Yeah. No, I think I'm yeah, I don't know about speeches. I don't even know about Thanos. What is Thanos' big speech? I mean all when that, he all he's, that for a drop of clout? That's not really a speech. Well what doesn't when he's I mean, explaining explaining why the, the earth I mean the earth, but the universe gotta Oh gotta yeah, be I guess that's his speech. Yeah. 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 That one that's what I'm saying. That's not his moments to me. You know, his moments are all the one-liners and all the other stuff. Right. <laughs> you know, like my man, somebody had this tweet talking about right before he got his, you know, when he's sitting there <laughs> about to get his head chopped. With the, and when he's watching the video of him getting his head chopped off, he must have been like, yo, I finally got to use that line. You know, <laughs> I'm inevitable. Nice. <laughs> Mans was just fine up some plantains and got, <laughs> got. God, um, he still said it. The next question comes from Ama Aningo. This is actually from uh, Facebook. What's the dopest mask wow. design you've seen so far? Bonus for geek culture related ones. I've seen Star Trek ones and Mortal Kombat ones. Salutes for the consistently dope content. And then they put in, well, thank you. And also they put in the hashtag COVID Couture. Mm-hmm. I literally saw a full-blown Bane mask in the grocery store a couple weeks back. Wow. And I was just like, oh, okay, we're doing this. Got you. And I looked at him. Whoa. He looked at me. I looked at him. And I was like, see you later, buddy. Like, I just left that alone. <laughs> the one with uh, what's her name's face on it is out of control. Hilarious. Um, Who? Lead actress. Kerry um, Washington. Yeah. The one with Kerry Washington's like face. Oh, Kerry like, Washington face. Yeah. Yeah. They, yep. Yes. And there's a match for that, which is great. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I would mean, love to shout out this company right here, but I don't know the name, so I'll put that? it on Instagram. But oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's where I got my little joint from right here, yeah. and you know, I like that. So. Yeah, the mask I've seen that I've liked a lot um had like really nice patterns on it. Yeah, or it was like like you know you know it was more metallic and stuff like that. It didn't really have any geek culture stuff, but like I said, I saw a guy with a full blown Bane mask on in my town. I was I just let him have that. Not gonna hold you. Enjoy your day, oh, sir. For something geek related, something that I was thinking about is uh, this might be a little obscure, but there's a character Chamber from the X Men whose lower half of his face, chest, everything has been replaced with like I guess atomic fire or some shit. He's a mutant, okay. And so he has all this fire. So I was thinking if you could do that, you know what I mean? Like if you could get something where it looks like fire. Just from, you know, mask here down yeah. to your chest, it would look like chamber, you know? So. Perhaps. There you go. Yeah. Perhaps. Y'all out here looking like WWE superstars for real. Like, yeah. But, but I love it. I think it's great. Yeah. All right. The next question comes from Cece. They write, Welp, I listened to this podcast almost two whole years and y'all never had luck with naming someone's child. Facts. Let's, <laughs> facts. Let's see if we can find a name from my son that will be born in November. Oh, congratulations. I've tossed a couple of names out already, and so far she has denied Kendi, Ambrose, and Caden as names for our son. Any ideas? Yeah, my man, Ambrose. 
Ambrose, from what I know, is like Merlin's name, or like it's like Merlin Ambrose is like what his oh. traditional law name is. I didn't know that. I don't know if that's I don't know if that's from the original tales, but in a lot of books and comments I've read, Ambrose is always like another name for Merlin. I didn't so, know that. Yeah. Um, okay, so we have a chance of naming a kid. Mm. So we 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 got to do this right. Damn, I should have should have prepped for this. Yeah, I should have um, prepped too, because all my uh kid on hand names are uh for girls. Oh really? Uh, yeah, Cynthia Rose is my go to to name a girl at the Prince song. Um So see and the, the other part of this is like I don't know which way we can really skew. Like could we go really deep into the culture for a name or do we have to be more normal quote Miles. unquote? So Miles. Yep. Miles is a great name. I love Miles. I like Miles. I mean, obviously Miles Morales, but also for my other, for my gamers, Miles Tails Prower. That's the, that's that's the name of Tails. So there we go. Um, I like Miles, and obviously, and and and, and hmm, let me think. And I actually want to have, you know, I want to have a win. So I want to have a with, win too. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going with something that's like <laughs> you're trying to go with something reasonable. Simple? Yeah. <laughs> well, let's see again. Not... They said the names that were refused were Kendi, Ambrose, and Caden. So I see a K pattern happening. Let me see but what the chat is refused. saying. Yeah. Uh, they're saying Caden is played out. Okay. <laughs> Can Shout y'all give all me, the Cadence out there? Give give well give me give me some examples what you guys think. Um, I Kahindi, mean, did he try Kahindi? Kahindi. Kahindi. Oh, Kahindi. Oh, I love that name. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Kahinde Wiley, but I, yeah. I I love that name. Um, yeah. Someone said Quincy. Uh, I like Quincy. I like Quincy. I don't know. We have to think about that. We're we're definitely sending you our list of names separately, like privately in email, because yeah. But I'm definitely leaning on Miles. I like Miles, I like but this Miles is important to us, Cece. Like Kahinde. Like, like we have this show must name a child. Logan. Before I die. Ooh, Logan. Ooh. I like Logan. Logan is very regal too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, Logan, clearly it has the obvious that. context behind it, but it's also very regal. Yeah, like it's got it. that strength to it, Logan. Logan got power. Yeah. I like it. All right, you guys, let us know what you guys. Oh, so, oh Tiger GD said Avery. Avery's Avery, cool. Avery, but you got to be, you know, like that's one of the ones like what. It's you know it's trying to have the right kid behind it. You know what I mean? Like the kids got to be ready <laughs> to step up and take Avery. You know, you, you say he gonna go get punked. You say he gonna it get punked. It could go either way. You know what I mean? If the right kid, you know, if you step in Avery, you know, oh, okay. But if you step in Avery, you know, it's over. It's uh, over. May, May says Leon. When you said Leon, for some reason, I thought Man, I thought a squall uh, Leonhart, and, and I was thinking, which is Final Fantasy Seven, and it's like a nah. <laughs> He's a bitch ass. So I don't know. I just think ain't nobody coming here to see you, Otis. So <laughs> you know, that's all I think about when I think of Leon. Oh, Leon. <laughs> Ain't nobody coming here to see you, Otis. <laughs> got it, got it, got it. Um, which they okay. say he improvised, which is the most, you know, can right, you imagine shout being out to, on set? Shout out to um, <laughs> Strong Black Lead and and the um, the podcast uh, led by Broken with Poverty. Um, mm-hmm. She talked to Leon, and that's where he said that that line. That's as you ridiculous. Mentioned, I did not know that that was just, he just threw that shit out there. Like, that wasn't written. How did my man keep it together on the other end of that line is what I'm saying. You know, I, I would have been so, I would have been in shock. But anyway. Yeah, um, like, I mean, but yeah, that's the, I probably wouldn't shock. have laughed because I probably would have been like, yo, did he just tell me ain't nobody coming to see me? 
You know, like, God damn. Oh my God. Um, do you see? Um, I think we're done on the questions. Unless you see a question you want to ask or answer, rather. I am. Uh, I'm okay. I'm good. <laughs> Watch oh, that. Wow. We have to answer. We have to answer this one. This one is a fan fam. Um, this one. Ah, uh, now I see. This one comes from Forstall Twenty One. They write. Uh, End of the Road by Boys to Men was the number one song of all time until Celine Dion's My Heart Will Go On dethroned it. It was on the Boomerang soundtrack. How in the hell didn't End of the Road not win, let alone get nominated for an Oscar? That's a good fucking question. Why, boys? (laughs) (laughs) I'm noticing a pattern, Ben. I I don't even like End of the Road like that, but still, you know, yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That there's probably some technical reason that they excluded that joint. You know, I some bu- so that, it's technical sounds like bullshit reason. But that's true. Why didn't that yeah. song win? I mean, that's I mean, we even used that song for our remix of the the trailer mm. for, you know, Facts. Um, and it, it hit like a hammer in that. It I can't lie. It hit like a hammer in that. That shit hits different. That song, both of those songs, um, I cannot hear the same way ever again now. In the um end of the road and uh Let me see. What was the other one we used? Uh Can You Stand the Rain? I oh, can never yeah. hear either of those um the same way. They all it always reminds me of the trailer now. I mean, I'm trying to think when did End of like ninety two? I I'm trying to Google real quick, but yep. End of the Road came out fifteen August nineteen ninety two, bro, and it still slaps. It yeah. still hits. Yeah, easily. It's a classic. But um yeah, I don't know. Uh yeah, I don't know, fam. I, I'd say it's probably some, you know, technical BS reason. I do want to answer this other question right here, though, from uh, Philip Winslow. Uh, with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. ending Wednesday, is it time to include the last surviving series from Jeff Loeb in the conversation with the Netflix series? May it even rival those series? I think so. Thoughts. One, I did not know it was ending this Wednesday. Um, <laughs> you are not on it, sir. It's been a minute. Like, I fell off. I, I fell on, you know, from the jump. I immediately fell off and came back after, what was that, after um, Winter Soldier, and it was fire. For, like, three seasons, it was incredible. I can't lie. It was up there with anything. And they had to do way more episodes than um Netflix, so they had that pressure, and they were still pulling it off. But, no, I don't... I, Rival, maybe... It was a cool show. It was really good, you know, points. I want to eventually catch up and watch this last season. But, yeah, I could say Rival because I think, you know, Daredevil had like two, two and a half maybe really good seasons. Maybe three solid seasons. Jessica Jones had one. Mm, uh, big yeah. facts. Yeah. Big facts. Mm. And was garbage after that. No, no, you know, no disrespect to everybody involved, but y'all missed the, you know, y'all completely missed it on that. Ben right? said, Ben said, no disrespect to any of y'all, but that shit was garbage. I'm <laughs> sorry, y'all missed it, fam. Like that is a complete miss. And it hurts because I know from what I understand, like it was like nothing but women for writer's room, directors for the second season. And I was disgusted. You know, like I was offended by the character choices in that season. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but um, so yeah, it can rival those because them joints is you know, a little overhyped at points, you know, good, not great. Are uh-huh. they like, yeah, I don't know, like, 
I mean, I don't I have don't a, pl- I don't have a dog in this race, so whatever. Yeah, 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 I think yeah, it's like whatever. Yeah, right, fine, I guess. Okay, Legends though. tomorrow's still better. Okay, I said it. You know, I said it. <laughs> he said it, y'all. Uh, yeah. And that said, that is the end of Guac. If you have a geekly asked question about geek or pop culture, or if you just have a personal question you want us to name your children, I am serious. I'm sending you a list of names right now, Cece. Whatever nice. that question may be, hit us up. Contact at 4onerds.com if you want to send it in the email. You can also hit us up on social media. We're everywhere as at 4 nerds. And as usual, if you're on a special Patreon tier, you are legit official fan fam, and you get a guaranteed guac question no matter what. So you can always email mm-hmm. us, always send us a message. We'll answer your question. Word up. All right, let's see. Is there anything else we need to talk about before we oh, get up out this joint? Shout outs to anyone comments. They did something special for you. Oh, I mean, I was about to say that myself and actually the people right here who are watching on Twitch can see. Yes, folks, shout out to anyone comments in Brooklyn who are open for business right now. And actually tomorrow on Thursday, May 28th, we're going to be doing uh, probably an Instagram. I think I'm going to do IG live for this. A you know a little comics I copped. I'll be talking about comics. Let me do that right. Comics I copped. Ah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna be doing some live comics I copped where I'll be going on live talking about comics. I'm gonna have uh, anyone comics. Shout out! You can see their bag right here. Oh, that's cute. Uh, Yep, little you know, a little artwork on it. DJ Ben, word up, nice. I'll show you what I got too. But yeah, we're gonna be going on there talking about comic books. I'm going to invite other people. If you're listening, if you're watching, if you're on Instagram tomorrow, you know, come through. I'm not sure what time just yet. You know, we're still working on this, you know, coronavirus schedule right now. But we'll be doing, you know, talk about comments. I'll invite you on. You can show me your comments. We can talk comments, all that different stuff. So. Uh, yeah, shout out to anyone comments, but they came through and blessed me. Oh, that's pretty. Yes, with this beautiful. Oh, I like one, that. Wonder Make it a little, joint. bring it a little lower down, a little lower. A little lower. Right there, there you go. Right Perfect. There, right there. Okay. Yep. Little to the, to, woman. <laughs> there right you there. go. Right there. There you go. go. Right there, there you go. Okay. Oh, what does it say? It says different. Yeah, what it are says the different words stuff. Say? Let's see. Stamina, love, love. And I and I History, forgot there's there's people who are also speed. listening who cannot see what's going on. Ben, yes. uh, anyone comment? Speed, comments? super speed, stronger, warrior, power. Yeah, all kind of things describing Wonder Woman in a heart shape wow. thing because you know it's, it's a really nice heather gray t-shirt with Wonder Woman, um, with a nice red heart and as you say, saying the virtuous, the different virtues of Wonder Woman on. It's really it's really pretty. I love it. I'll be rocking it on my live stream uh, probably tomorrow. So come through and check it. And you can see me live if you're not seeing me. And then they also brought me, since we are doing actual comments I copped, the latest issue of The Marauders, which is part of The Dawn of X from Hitman and Crew. This one is mm. actually written by Gary Duggan with art by Stefano Caselli and Edgar Delgado. Was that Storm? Yes, that was Storm Storm and my boy Forge back together again. You know me, I'm a Storm Forge shipper. You are. Mm -hmm. Yes, hard body. You know, lately I've come to accept the Storm and Black Panther connection. Ta-Nehisi Coates. Now, many years ago, you were hating on that. (laughs) 
because I always felt like it was such a forced thing. You know, I felt like it was a corporate decision. Like, here's our two biggest black characters. Let's put them <laughs> you, together. You, you thought you it know? was a you thought it was a a Jana a Jana Finn situation. <laughs> Let's put the two black people together. <laughs> While well, he streams for the white woman through the whole movie, you know, yes. And then at the yeah! end, let's make it ambiguous whether or not this is her dad or he's hitting on her. Let's just go all the way weird. And let's have uh, Finn shoot mad people who are stormtroopers, which he is one, and cheer while he does it. <sighs> yeah, what a movie, folks. Um, yeah, this is Marauders, the latest from Dawn of X. I had seen from anyone comments dropped the House of X, Dawn of X hardcover a couple weeks ago from them. They did a delivery and brought that over to me. So I've been rereading that. And that joint is so incredible, y'all. If y'all have not picked up House of X, Powers of X, pick up that hardcover, pick up, you know, digital, whatever, read it. It's fantastic, yo. That's definitely a legendary X-Men run. And even though I felt like the Dawn of X with Marauders and all this stuff has been a little slow and a little fast, just really weirdly paced in general. Like, sometimes it's, like, too much information, too much story. Sometimes it's not enough. I'm still enjoying it, and I think this is going to be one of the best runs on X-Men in a long time. So, you know, if you're looking for something to read during this, uh, you know, for those of you who are still stuck in quarantine, I see some of y'all out, you know, living y'all best lives. I don't know about best life. You, true indeed. <laughs> y'all yeah, true indeed. be out there like that, but okay. Facts. Yeah, facts. Um, yeah, but pick it up. Uh, pick up House of Vets, Dawn of Vets. Shout out to uh, anyone comments once again. We'll be doing the comments I cop with them live on ig tomorrow so make sure y'all stay tuned and peep that facts and make sure y'all stay tuned to the show you know obviously we be going live mad random all the time <laughs> and and yeah. you never know who we have on here as you can see like i mentioned we we've, we've had many guests we've we've already scheduled a lot of guests and there's some mm-hmm. more coming um there's, yes. there's there's one guest that has already emphatically told us they want to be on the show asapually um this per- I, i'll should i give a hint yeah, um, why not? The four elements. Mm. The four elements. I, I think Ahsoka of, Tano. Ahsoka Tano, the four elements. Somebody who 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 has something to do with that stuff um was gonna be on this show. They're gonna be live. We're gonna be on camera. You're gonna be able to see them. And if you're live in the room with us, you'll be able to ask your questions directly to them. So I'll let you guys speculate on who that may be. But in the meantime, I think we've covered it all um Mm -hmm. please make sure please 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 i cannot stress this enough it is vastly important that you guys subscribe it's vastly important that you hit play even if you can't listen to it right now just hit play do us like how the hotties and the hive do where y'all just press play on the spotify and let that shit just keep running we need Mm -hmm. the numbers we need the the engagement um, and we need y'all to share. We need y'all to share with others. We need y'all to, to, as you already do, lift us up, please, because your energy matters so much to us. And your energy is also what helps uplift the show. Your energy, and also for, for some of you guys who, who are able to, the, the, the financial support that you guys give clearly have uplifted the show. Look at where we are now. We got a whole TV set up. Shouts to DJ Ben Amin for getting that together. And shout outs to you guys. Like I said, we appreciate the support, everything you're doing. Make sure you are subscribed. We are on SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play Music, uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. We're generally everywhere except for Tidal, and I promise you I'm going to get that changed as much as I can. We are everywhere. Make sure you are subscribed to us right here on Twitch, twitch.tv slash 4 Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. We're still putting up mad content up there. 
It's For All Nerds TV. And as always, you can follow us all over the interwebs at For All Nerds. You see the COVID don't stop us. We mm. in this bitch. Early. Word up. Every day. Early. Already. Subscribe. Yes. And once again, thank you to everybody who's watching us live right now on twitch.tv slash for all nerds. And thank you for subscribing. Thank you for being here for real, for real. Because like Tatiana says, y'all energy really brings us up because even before the show today, I was talking to Tatiana and, you know, I've just, I've been hella stressed. You know, I know everyone out there has been hella stressed and especially for black men and black people in general, it's been a very stressful last week or so. Like it's like the you know, energy has been turned up on stress. And so as stressed as I am, when I hop on the show and do this show, and I just want to let y'all know, like, it brings me so much joy because I'm in such a better mood now. And so thank y'all for being here. And we will catch you uh, something like next week. You know, I was trying to do that a lot more smoother where I was like, you know, <laughs> something like next week. We're still learning, y'all. We love you. <laughs>